I'm, I've got some, some hot air. I've got some unhelpful cruise control. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. And He's that's dead. the end of it. <laughs> Sorry. He's I that... Do you know why I inflected like that? I've said it 200 times. <laughs> yeah, I'm that Tapley. And together we have gone into the supermarket of history without a mask. We've stood baffled in front of the events as if they're all mysterious, despite the fact there are people queuing up parties who just want some tinned tomatoes. They know what they want. They've been... Anyway, doesn't matter. Here's Lizzie Roper. <laughs> Hello, I'm your babysitter. Your dad said you can stay up till I would do whatever you like, watch whatever you like, play Fortnite as long as you're in bed by 9.30 and don't play hide the sausage. Get on with it. I'm going to change. Hang on. Lizzie, just to explain, Lizzie is our guest judge of the week. Uh, She will be passing verdict uh, on our offerings. She's the Um, adult human we've chosen to actually (laughs) make a judgment as to what should win. It's accountability, isn't it? Uh, Lizzie, what are you? What are you hoping for today? You know, what what do you? What 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 do you want? What's going to fire your? Uh, I want something. I want something juicy. I like the 1970s. Um, I like I like it when the um the protagonist. We had the seventies yesterday. They lost. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was a terrible one. I like I like it I like it when it's led by swarthy men with Italian accents. Oh, uh, Italian! Okay. I was doing Spanish all those times. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I was well. doing Newcastle. Um, oh, Dios mio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take us to the 4th of June 1939 and a story that fulfills none of those criteria as the (laughs) steamship St. Louis arrives in Florida. On May the 13th, 1939, the St. Louis left Hamburg to go to Cuba with 938 Jewish refugees seeking asylum on board. They all had landing cards for Cuba, but unfortunately while they were on the trip, Cuba changed its immigration laws to ban all immigrants except for Americans uh, with Decree 937. Uh, they were led to believe they would be able to arrive with their landing cards, so they got to the docks and were told, nope, it was retroactive and the landing cards they had were no good. At which point Captain Schroeder um, gave them good meals and he provided childcare and dances and concerts while they were waiting to work out what they would do. And on the 28th of May, he... Oh, sorry, no, 28th... 20 of them were allowed to disembark in Cuba. None of the others were. There were still 910 people on board. So on June the 4th, uh, the St. Louis went to Florida, uh, where Cordell Hull, who was the US Secretary of State who had campaigned for the Cubans to let the ship land, uh, told them to get lost. They wouldn't have them either. Cordell Hull told FDR not to accept the passengers. Captain Schroeder thought about running aground and just letting everyone off, uh, but there were too many Coast Guard vessels around him, so he couldn't get close enough to the rocks on the coast of America. They appealed to Canada, but Frederick Blair, who was the head of immigration there, was very against Jewish immigration and again told them they couldn't land there, so they had to go back to Britain, at which point Neville Chamberlain took 288 of the passengers, which was 32%, and the rest disembarked at Antwerp. Schroeder had told Captain Schroeder had told them that he would scuttle the ship um, if they weren't allowed to disembark. So the rest got off in Antwerp, 244 went to France, 214 went to Belgium, and 181 went to Holland. In the next year, however, France, Belgium and Holland were all overrun by Nazi Germany, and about 250 people were recaptured and died in concentration camps. Um, One of the people who was on the ship was Leon Joel, who was the great-uncle of Billy Joel. And that's my story for the most important thing on the 4th of June. Ah, you'll never win this, Nat. (laughs) No, no way. And there was a sexy Italian man who... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think you mean Spanish. Um, 
Uh, well, that's that's uh, one of those sort of appalling stories, yeah. uh, Nat. Obviously, very important, but but also you know very very appalling, and and you know who'd want to celebrate humanity's darkest hours in that way by honouring it with any you know however notorious. <laughs> oh, I've got the fourth of got? June. It's all right. <laughs> I've got the 4th of June, 1977, and three hot Italian guys. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Record the YMCA. Yes. Um, The 4th of June, 1783. Uh, In fact, um, I'm going to go 1783 and then 1784. Because in 1783, the Montgolfier brothers Mm. publicly demonstrate their Montgolfier. How did they come up with that name? Uh, Hot air blue. One year later, I'm more interested in talking about Elizabeth Tible, who becomes the first woman to fly in an untethered hot air balloon. Uh, Her flight covers four kilometres in 45 minutes and uh, reached one and a half thousand metres in altitude. Estimated. They didn't have tape measures mm. that long in those days. <laughs> she could have learned a piece of string side down. Note. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, originally, it mm. was supposed to be uh, Count Jean-Baptiste de Laurencin. Um, but the Count said, uh, do you know what? I'm going to let I'm going to let Elizabeth Teeble have my sit. How about that? How about that? And uh, uh, absolutely nothing to do with the fact that uh, earlier that year uh, there'd been a 12 minute flight. Uh, which had ended somewhat dramatically where the balloon started to catch fire. Ah. Um, but the Count was like, no, I think I'm all right. Send that woman. Yeah. Send that woman instead <laughs> of me. Give her a birthday present. Um, <clears throat> but she, yeah, yeah. she certainly worked it. She dressed as the Roman goddess Minerva. Mm. And How did she dress? Uh, She's got a Minerva. <laughs> she, well, <laughs> as, as you could clearly see as the balloon ascended. <laughs> But um, <laughs> unfortunate gust of wind. Yes, oh. uh, there was a bumpy landing, and she turned. Her, she twisted her ankle, uh, but she was credited with uh, much of the success of the flight because she fed the balloon's firebox en route and exhibited remarkable courage. Ooh. Feed the well firebox. Elizabeth Siebel. Elizabeth, yeah. feed it. Let's go to birthdays and the birthdays. Happy birthday to Philippa of England, who was Queen of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. Her father was Henry the Fourth. Her brother was okay. Henry the Fifth. Um, but her husband, the King of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, changed the law to make her regent while he was off having battles. She organised the defence of Copenhagen against the Hanseatic League, and she. Um, mm, oh, she don't. Mm, that's about it. <laughs> She did lots of things. She was very exciting. Uh, but the last sure. bit was a real downer, so I'm not going to tell you that. We'll save that for another time. Happy birthday to George Herriot, who was James IV's goldsmith and came to London when he became King of England and James I of England. Um, after his death, he established a school for orphans, Herriot Hospital, which still exists and gives free education to uh, the sons and daughters of widows or widowers. Happy birthday to the permanently disgruntled actor with a face like a disappointed paper bag full of custard. It's Geoffrey Palmer. <laughs> Happy death day to Mary de Bowen, who was Philippa of England's mother. She was the wife of Henry IV, uh, but she died when he was still Henry Bolingbroke. Um, she had a brother, give a dollar de Bowen. No, she didn't. That's not true. <laughs> I was going to uh, say she's the mother of Jim de Bowen. <laughs> uh, she was kidnapped by her brother-in-law, Thomas of Woodstock, uh, because she was going to inherit a lot of land. So her brother-in-law uh, locked her up in a castle and said, now you've got to be a nun and give me all your land. Uh, but she escaped out the window and married Henry Bolingbroke instead. She was literally a nun. On a bow and the run. Oh, 
Happy Death Day to Giacomo Casanova, the 18th century Italian adventurer whose exploits used to sound thrilling but now just sound exhausting. Also, Happy Death Day to Dick Brown, the cartoonist who came up with Hagar the Horrible um, and who had an utterly sensible name. That's Dick Brown, cartoonist. <laughs> all of which <clears throat> all of which brings us to Lizzie Roper yes. and her judgments on which of our two stories is <laughs> should be remember the this good one yeah. which is a good story Lizzie which you know which it's story did you come story. away from going mm, that was a good yeah. story and which yeah. one did you come away from thinking that's a, oh, that's terrible. well very that's a noble a very noble um glorious tale of the retroactive cruise with high stakes mm. versus Elizabeth Teeble and her Teeble. unnatural ability to feed a fire. <laughs> With her box. <laughs> oh, well, you know what it's going to be, don't you? No, do It's going we? to be time for somebody oh. to act <laughs> <laughs> out. I'm not acting out the cruise of death. <laughs> no, yeah. you can play a, you can play a character I'm, yeah. in I'm Jake's... Not doing... No, you okay? So I need I need Elizabeth Teeble Teeble played by Nat, okay. um, and Jake mm. plays the bloke who is um, convincing her to get on the okay. basket. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> and scene. Oh, for me, what is it? It's um, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Get on the fun. You said that ride. before. That wasn't fun at all. I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I... you hadn't, you you wasn't supposed to sit on my lap. There's. Oh, I see. Get get on the ride, and okay. you won't burst just, into just flames. A hundred percent. Into this, I just we'll... climb in over that. Okay. That's it. Oh, and then stand oh. next to that huge okay. roaring fire under oh, a hugely inflammable. Oh, it's really quite <laughs> sultry in here. I think I'm going to get you pregnant again. <laughs> Thank you, and scene, and scene. Oh, that's 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 marvellous! Thank you very much for that because um, did that help you to really visualise it? Really it really did. That mm. really tightened mm. everything up. Nat's chuff. Um, uh, th- well, that's <laughs> Nat, Nat, Nat Tapley has enabled Jake to win. Oh dear! <laughs> it was wow. very. It was, it was the finest Elizabeth Teeble I've ever heard. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Was a very convincing. Right. Yeah. So, what's Teeble. the score at the moment? I have absolutely no uh, idea. I think you may have. Won- I don't know. It depends on what it was on Tuesday, which I've forgotten. It's either three two or four one. You. What happened on Tuesday? Who am I? Where am I? Who's the Prime Minister? Well, let's say it's three two for in the in the interest yeah, no, of to, to manufacture some, some drama. Kind of let's <laughs> yeah. 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 Come back tomorrow and to find out what happens then. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I hope it doesn't or go we'll to three three again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who could possibly imagine? Uh, we will see you tomorrow. In the meantime, yes. uh, don't forget you can follow us on social media on Dude. Twitter. It's at date underscore fight. And at Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash date fight. And don't forget to follow Lizzie Roper mm. on Twitter because yeah, she's whatever. a scream. It's at Lizzie, i.e. Roper. Mm. That's Lizzie Roper. Okay, thanks. We'll see, see you, you tomorrow. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.